0: Broadcasting down on the bayou, it's The Average Marks, a podcast featuring two Average Joe Wrestling fans talking about the business they love and so much more. And now, here's Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry.
1: And welcome to episode 32 of The Average Marks podcast, broadcasting live at the Collar and Elbow Studio. We're also live streaming on YouTube as well. So make sure you subscribe to our channel there. Speaking of collar and elbow, you can get 10% off your order. If you go to collar and and put in the average marks at checkout. So not only do you get 10% off your order, we get a small commission off the order. So it works out for both parties. So get some cool uh, swag over at collar and elbow and put in the average marks at checkout.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Well, it's the uh, 32nd uh, edition of The Average Marks, June 24th, 2018. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the drama between uh, The Average Marks and WrestleCast. Our uh, buddies over across the pond in uh, the UK over there, they do a podcast, so we're Mm -hmm. certainly going to... uh, Talk about that, maybe some things coming up uh, in the near future. Also, of course, our first show after the uh, great weekend WWE had with NXT TakeOver Chicago and Money in the Bank. Uh, also, Elijah is in studio. He's going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about he lost the title. He was the defending Correction,
0: correction. It was stolen, okay? It was stolen.
2: It, uh, <laughs> according to Elijah, it was stolen from him. He lost the title, so he's in here to cut a promo on Cruz, who is now the current WWE scorecard champion. And of course, I am the new NXT Scorecard champion. Yes. I've always, you know, it's funny. I've always finished last. I think in all the NXTs, and then I started watching it week to week. The first scorecard I filled out, I mean, it was a runaway. Absolutely, I was a little bit shocked. <laughs> but you know what? I was telling Brink, and I think I might have told Cruz. And I think I told you even that I felt, I felt very comfortable with my scorecard for some reason for NXT, and I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, talk about. You know, comfortable. It was very comfortable. Uh, definitely a comfortable lead I had. So uh, we'll talk, we'll of course, uh, take over Chicago, Money in the Bank. Also, the G1 special in San Francisco, New Japan, coming to, t- uh, to the States in a couple of weeks. Uh, the full match card is out for that. We'll talk about that as well. Also, the Ronda Rousey segment on Raw. A lot of people were mm-hmm. talking about that segment. It was somewhat. Uh, unexpected, I guess, yeah. and it, which led to her 30-day th- suspension. We'll dive into that. Also, uh, a lot of things uh, happened on Raw and SmackDown after Money in the Bank. We'll talk about that as well. Also, some rumor mill stuff. Uh, a lot of injuries with WWE, and uh, we're speculating on when some of those guys that are injured are coming back. We'll talk about that. And then, of course, Cheap Heat, uh, the big story this week. Big Cass was uh, somewhat unexpectedly uh, released from WWE, and we'll talk about what led to that as well and maybe what could uh, happen to Cass as far as his wrestling career going forward.
1: Right, you can check us out online averagemarks.com, that's the main hub, you can check it out. Wherever you consume podcast, most likely where you're there, averagemarks.com, but if you are an iTunes user, please help us out on this because we want to get into iTunes algorithm and be suggested to other iTunes users. So the best way to do that is once you consume the podcast, go ahead and give it a rating. Whatever you want to rate it, it's fine with us. And go ahead and put a comment. That's going to get us in that algorithm and suggested to other users, so that uh, more people will know about the Amp Nation. So we appreciate that. AverageMarks.com.
2: All right, let's uh, dive in now to our first topic, which is, uh, I guess, the beef that we have started. I don't know. Well, I don't know if we started no, it or no, if no, they no, started no, it. No. Uh, With WrestleCast, our buddies across the pond over in the UK have a podcast. Brinkman was a guest on their podcast a couple of weeks ago, previewing Money in the Bank and Takeover Chicago. I think Brink will actually be back on the show again this week. I talked to him yesterday. He said he will be back on the show. So uh, a little bit of a feud starting here between uh, the Average Marks and WrestleCast. Across And you're kind of in a little more in the know than I am. I'm somewhat on the outside of this because uh, I'm not the one that was started the feud. I'm not really, I guess, involved in the feud because it's all about, you know, a lot about the belt uh, yeah. that we have here. Yeah. Cruz is the champion. Cruz has been in the mix a little bit. But, Ryan, just kind of give mm-hmm. the folks who are, you know, not up to par with what's going on between us and WrestleCast, let them know what's going on.
1: Right. So we're going to play a little clip of the show where it all started and it was hilarious because we have like this little uh, chat pod on Facebook Messenger with the with the Amp crew mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like out of the blue Cruz goes, Shots fired, it's on and we're like, What are you talking about? And he was like, I just started listening to WrestleCast and they're running smack on Brink and they're coming after my belt And then uh so here, here it is. Here's a little clip from
2: WrestleCast. However, we're not joined this week by Brinkman from Average Mark's podcast. Go and check him out on Twitter. The second best podcast you will hear after us. He's not here. He says he's got things to do. Whereas we actually all know the WrestleCast title was on the line this week at Money in the Bank and over NXT. Stevie graciously decided he would put it up against the two of us, me and Martin, and the foreign invader known as Brinkman. And because Brinkman lost, he can't be bothered to show up and show his face in defeat. That is... ridiculous (laughs) ridiculous <laughs> we need to do like a, a an under siege on average marks podcast and take their average marks title or whatever that they call it over there with <laughs> with ryan pat and brinkman that's right i remember your names you're
1: not know, even here so there it is man conrad was calling out brink saying hey this dude's yellow why isn't he on the show After he took a loss. Mm -hmm. Of course, Brink's going to make that up this week. Let him know what's up. And Cruz on Twitter said, you want the title? Come get it. (laughs) So we're working out the details, obviously, because we're in America and they're in the UK. But we're working out the details to get their entire crew
2: on our show for Extreme Rules. Yeah, of course, the next pay-per-view event for WWE coming up on July the 15th. Uh, another about three or four weeks away from that, so we're gonna work out the details. Try and get those guys in. There were discussions, maybe do, uh, me Brink and Cruz versus their three guys combined scores and just uh really bragging rights. And uh, we'll you know what happens after that, we don't know yet. Maybe we'll you know. Maybe we'll continue the feud. We'll see what happens. There's still a lot of details, as you said, to work out with WrestleCast. So uh, yeah. not sure exactly uh, what's going to happen yet, but there we're in talks, obviously, to have a little fun with the guys, yeah, yeah. you know, go have a little competition, a little friendly competition with those guys over across the board. Right.
1: And since they're coming on our turf, it's our rules, mm-hmm. which means we're going to be using the scorecards. I don't think yep. they're very well versed in the scorecards. So you may have I overloaded
2: think. your mouth, Conrad because yeah, i think they do straight up predictions which is cool you know it's so just do the winners of the podcast uh, the winners of the matches and Stuff like that, but this is a little different. Mm -hmm. These are the scorecards. Not only do you predict the winners of the matches, you predict some extras in the matches, like how many finishers, maybe somebody bleeds first. Of course, you know, using a couple of examples from Money in the Bank, you know, the two Money in the Bank ladder matches. uh, A lot of good extras there. Who's gonna touch the case first? Who would touch the Who's gonna get hit by a ladder first? Who climbed the ladder first? The last one to touch without winning. Will there be a cash in? So there's a lot of extra stuff, and that's really where a lot of the points come from Mm -hmm. with these scorecards in all these match extras. So uh, while the winners uh, of the matches obviously are are about five points each and the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match winners were ten points each, a lot of extra points are in those match extras with how many finishers, et cetera, and all that stuff. So... Definitely, um, you know, a whole new thing. I think that because I don't even know if they've ever done the scorecards or not. I don't think so. I'm not sure. At least uh, they may do them. I don't think they do them as a part of their show. We do it as a part of our show. It's really cool. It's really fun. Uh, A lot of the fans here, uh, the Amp Nation, uh, play along with us. So it's really fun. Makes the uh, WWE pay per views that much more fun.
1: Right. Check out PW scorecards on Twitter and Facebook if you want to play along on the next pay per view as well. And Brink will have a video response. To WrestleCast later this week, and we're gonna post it on all of our social medias.
2: So yeah, we'll keep up with the situation with WrestleCast coming up in uh, the next few weeks. Still, like I said, a few weeks at least away from uh from Extreme Rules, July fifteenth uh, coming up here next month. But let's dive now into. Well, you have anything left to mm-hmm. say on what you got, Elijah? Elijah so, got something. All right,
0: you don't, you got you don't need to worry about um uh, Cruz. You got to worry about me, okay? So you were over there in the UK eating those scones and drinking that tea with your pinky out? We over here plotting. How bad we get a smoke? Tea. I'm gonna go break open my piggy bank and give you one way ticket to your home in the UK with Harry.
1: Oh snap! He just brought the royal family into it.
0: Yeah, bite me,
1: <laughs> Dad. Gum.
2: And there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, guys over in the UK, not only do you have crews to worry about, you got to yeah. worry about Elijah. Because Elijah, if you think about it, is one for one on mm-hmm. scorecards. He predicted that one scorecard, and he won it. So, yep. Elijah right now is, in, in a way, undefeated at the scorecards. And I'm sure Elijah's going to be filling out a scorecard for Extreme Rules coming oh, most up next definitely. month. So, uh, looking forward to that. But now let's jump into NXT TakeOver Chicago, which happened uh, just over a week ago. What a show it was. Um, let me pull up the match card here. Give you the results. And if you, for some reason you guys have now anybody has not watched it yet, don't want to get it spoiled, you might want to turn it off right now. Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong defeated Danny Burch and Only Lorkin, and was a heck of it was a heck of a tag team match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Meltzer gave that four and a half stars, so uh, high praise there for that match. Ricochet and the Velveteen Dream, Ricochet won that one via pinfall. That match was good. But everyone was expecting that match to be just so great yeah. that, let's put it this way, everyone was expecting that match to be a 10 out of a 10. I think it was about an 8.5 out of a 10. So mm. uh, definitely a good match by, all, by any means, uh, but definitely wasn't... The uh, spectacular match, like the end all, be all match of the year that everyone I think was expecting it to be, including myself. I had high praise yeah. for the match because those two guys are just tremendous in the ring. But nonetheless, it was a tremendous match. Ricochet got the win. I would not mind watching them wrestle again. What,
1: what did Uncle Melty give that one?
2: He gave that one I think four and a quarter. Hmm. He gave that one four and a quarter. So that one was you know right right there, four and a quarter. But uh, I, I would have gave it about a four. Um, I was like, like I said, it was a very good match, but. It wasn't, uh, obviously, the expectations were so high for that match that um, just, I guess they couldn't really quite um, live up to it. But like I said, it was a good match. I'm not, you know, hating on it. I'm not putting it down. But you know, like I said, it was, if people were expecting a 10 out of a 10. I, I would say it happened to be about an 8.5 out of 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. So, yeah, Shayna Baszler, she retained her uh, NXT women's title against Nikki Cross, where she basically put her to sleep. Alistair Black defeated Lars Sullivan, uh, retained his NXT championship. And then uh, Tommaso Ciampa got one back on. Johnny Gargano, so they're tied at one in the Chicago Mm. Street Fight, a 35-minute match where Tommaso Ciampa defeated Johnny Gargano. That match got four and a half stars as well. So uh, by Uncle Dave's ratings, that match not as good as the NXT TakeOver New Orleans match, which got five stars. This one only got four and a half, but this was another really good match. Probably the match of the night, uh, in my opinion. Those two dudes just, I mean, we already know it's the feud of the year so far in all of pro wrestling. They put on one hell of a match. Uh, Looking forward to seeing where the NXT picture goes. Um, I think I've heard some people on Twitter talking about maybe Tommaso Ciampa might be next in line. For an NXT title shot, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Gargano, of course, already got his title shot back in January in at NXT Philadelphia, which is one of the matches of the year so far. That that match did get five stars. So, Tommaso Ciampa could be um, in line now for an NXT title shot after his win against Gargano. I thought maybe Ricochet would be, um, you know, in the title picture. Might be a little bit early for Ricochet. You know, he still. Uh, I mean, he's tremendous. Don't get me wrong. He's had two great NXT TakeOver matches with Velveteen Dream, and then he looked tremendous in that NXT North American title ladder match back at NXT TakeOver in New Orleans. So uh, certainly Ricochet will be in the title picture, just not yet, I don't think. Well, let's do a good old-fashioned four-way dance. Yeah, I know. Lately they've been doing the one-on-ones for the NXT title. Let's, you know, switch it up a little bit. let yeah. like, a triple threat going. Some people talked about maybe... Having Gargano in this triple threat match, having Champa, Gargano, and Black for the NXT title, that would be a, a and you an can add in match. Ricochet if you want to and go And You can for add in it. Ricochet, a fatal four way for the NXT title at uh, NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Holy cow, mm-hmm. that would be uh, amazing. Lights out. Yeah, that would be really awesome. So a lot of things, uh, you know, still to be determined because you have. Well, let's face it, you got about two weeks to, or oh, not two weeks, sorry, two months to uh, really build this up. So uh, two months to build this up um definitely looking forward to seeing how this plays out going to uh, nxt takeover brooklyn it's almost at the point now where nxt is so good to me in my opinion that i almost wish they had an nxt takeover every month right along with you know like the extreme rules you have nxt takeover where i forgot where the extreme rules was going to be maybe in pittsburgh i'm not i'm not sure where it's gonna be but um you know have an nxt takeover pittsburgh the night before and have one every month but um, like I said, I don't run the show there. Triple H doing a fantastic job yeah. do, uh, running things down. As NXT. good
1: as it's been, that would bring a lot of traffic to the network. It really Call would, Triple absolutely. H.
2: So um, so that's what happened over at NXT TakeOver Chicago. Uh, this week <laughs> on NXT, this coming Wednesday, should be a lot. Uh, you know, Maybe starting to move things in the next direction. Uh, I know there's been a lot of... I think they already taped a lot of the next the next few NXTs, and I think there's a lot of title changes. I don't know what they are, but I hear there's major title title changes at some of these NXT Snap. tapings. I'm not going to spoil it because I can't, because I don't know. I'm waiting to watch NXT this coming Wednesday and the following weeks to see what happens. So, uh, NXT, certainly a growing brand. You know what would be cool, though? Uh, I want to go back and watch some of those old NXT takeover shows. Yeah. Uh, like from 2015, 2016, where they had, you know, Sasha Banks and Charlotte, Sasha Banks and Bailey, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, all those guys put on some tremendous matches back in NXT. It'd be cool to go back and watch all I, those guys. I
1: think it was the first uh, Brooklyn when Sasha Banks and Bailey fought. Yes, it was. And, or, yeah, I think it was. The and first
2: uh, it made Seth Rollins
1: cry. It was so good. Really? Yeah.
2: I don't know if I've ever seen that match. I need to go back and watch it because yeah. uh, even the women back then, you know, putting on tremendous matches in NXT. So let's d- jump over now to Money in the Bank. You know, Money in the Bank, a lot of people were not really excited about Money in the Bank, but...
1: Yeah, leading up to it, it didn't look like it was going to be that good. No, because
2: good. they had such a terrible backlash show mm-hmm. that, that they received a terrible backlash from the fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I tell you what, Money in the Bank, it was... Actually, uh, really good. I, I I give it that. Um, let's go over the the results here. The uh, pre-show Harper and Rome Harper and Rowan defeated Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Daniel Bryan defeated Big Cass via submission, which was actually a, a solid match. I, I'll t- tell you that. Bobby Lashley defeated Sami Zayn, who will now be out for the remainder of 2018. By the way, he's having he had surgery on. I think two torn rotator cuffs. Dang. So, Sami Zayn will be out for the remainder of 2018. He that went is. double Drew jer- Brees on Sammy? it. Why? So, yeah, Sami Zayn will not be wrestling. Uh, he's hopes to be back for WrestleMania 35, but uh, time will tell. Seth, R- Seth Rollins defeated Elias for the Intercontinental Championship. Alexa Bliss won Money in the Bank, and she would later in cash in on uh, Nia Jax after uh, Ronda Rousey won by disqualification over Nia Jax after Alexa Bliss interfered and hit Ronda with the briefcase. Roman Reigns defeated Jinder Mahal. Carmella retained against Asuka with the help of one James Ellsworth. AJ Styles defeated Shinsuke Nakamura in what was the last 10 15 minutes of that last man standing match were absolutely phenomenal in the you know <laughs> the words of AJ Styles. Uh absolutely phenomenal match and I think that match got four stars. From Dave Meltzer, so that was a very good match. It was, you know, we've been talking about that rivalry, that feud, and how subpar it's been. But I tell you what, that match it uh it made up for it in my opinion. It was a really good match. Um, I think Nakamura was supposed to maybe win that match because somebody was talking about how the next day AJ was announced as the cover superstar of WWE 2K19, and in that video he didn't have in the video that they made or somebody made. He didn't have the WWE title belt, Mm. so somebody was wondering if Shinsuke was supposed to win it because they didn't show that video until the Monday Night Raw, of course after Money in the Bank. But then I think somebody said maybe they changed their mind because you know let's have the WWE champion on the cover of 2K19. So I think that might be the reason why AJ because I think we we all picked Nakamura to win it. Yeah. So. I think that's why they kept the belt on AJ for It felt that. like it was time. Yeah. Uh, then Alexa Bliss, of course, defeated Nia Jax for the Raw Women's title. And uh, Braun Strowman is now Mr. Monster in the bank. Uh, get ready to uh, have that phrase worn out. so hands. Um, so, you know, Braun Strowman now with the title basically is calling out Brock Lesnar already. Um, he said, next time you show up, I'm cashing this bad boy in. So that tells me right there the next time we may not see Lesnar will be you know, SummerSlam. That might be the mm-hmm. next time we see him because if he shows up on a Monday Night Raw, Braun's going to want to cash in. Something's, something. Now, he may show up on a Monday Night Raw, but, I mean, Braun's going to maybe try and cash in. Something will happen, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. What yeah. do you think about Braun winning the uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase?
1: I like it. I mean, obviously, if you think about it, he's the only one on the roster, realistically, visually, that you would think would have a chance to defeat one Brock Lesnar.
2: Yeah, you got Braun. Um, of course, they. I, I think they want to go the Roman Brock route again for SummerSlam, but now it looks like uh, they already announced uh, at Extreme Rules. There's going to be, I think, a Fatal Five Way uh, match, and or maybe a six man. I, I can't remember if it's five or six. Uh, Lashley and Roman are already in it. Uh, we have yet to find out who the other people in the, in the match are. But the winner of that match will face Brock at SummerSlam. Uh, I, you know. Bobby Lashley would not be a bad opponent. I tell you what, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Bobby Lashley this past Monday night on Raw. He basically, uh, Kurt Angle Kurt Angle came out and uh, said he that WWE officials have agreed next time Brock would defend his Universal title. He never said when. Uh, as soon as you know he said that, Roman comes out says you know I'm the uncrowned undisputed uh, Universal champion because I beat Brock at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and then Bobby Lashley comes out basically gets in Roman's face is like, look, you had your chance. You know, give somebody else a chance to make, you know, somebody, you know, like me that can beat Brock, like basically said, you can't beat him. You can't <laughs> get the job done. You know, I can get the job done. So he's telling Kurt, you know, why don't you let somebody face Brock Lesnar that can beat Brock Lesnar? Pretty much talking about himself. Yeah. And I liked the exchange between Roman and Lashley. You know, Roman, they actually, the revival came out and, uh, you know, tried to basically make a name for themselves, which honestly, the revival looked Somewhat good, and that looked better than they had any business, look, you know, looking against Lashley and Roman. But the revival looked uh, pretty decent in that match against Lashley and Reigns. And uh, I liked the uh, the the back and forth between Reigns and Lashley before the match. You know, when when Kurt said you two guys are going to tag team, Roman's like, well, that's fine. Maybe old Bob here can learn something, you know. So so they're kind of going at it. And the way the match ended was Roman was getting ready to spear. Uh, I think it was maybe Scott Dawson. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but and uh, he's standing in the corner. and Here comes Lashley, tags himself in. Uh, he goes and spears Dawson, and pins him for the win in front of right in front of Reigns. Nice. So I, I kind of like how they're setting that up. Uh, a a Reigns Lashley feud, I think, would be really, um, really interesting, especially if those two guys are fighting to become the number one contender to face. Um, Brock Lesnar, because let's face it, those two are the maybe the top guys. With with, oh, you also have Rollins in there too. Rollins could be another guy that we could see go up against Lesnar. Mm -hmm. I think Rollins will be added to the match. Maybe a Finn Balor, because Finn Balor, you know, never lost the Universal Title, so um, a lot of things can uh, certainly happen. I don't think we won't see Braun Strowman here as the briefcase. So. Um, definitely won't see Strowman. i don't know where he's gonna go next as far as a feud uh, maybe with owens it looks like him and mm-hmm. owens might feud here because of course he threw owens off the top of the ladder oh my and goodness! money in the bank my goodness! Holy and now cow. owens is petrified i'd of, imagine so he's petrified of braun Strowman. so uh they have that going on on monday night raw uh let's see what do you think what do you think would get a bigger pop uh you're
1: thinking that roman and brock are going to be going against each other yeah. at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. brock wins Strowman cashes in, wins, or Roman wins the title, everybody's like, God, not this again, and then all of a sudden, uh, Strowman's music hits, he decimates him with the case and takes the title.
2: I think they'll pop more if he beats Roman, because uh, yeah. obviously nobody, a lot of people just don't care for Roman, because it's going to be SummerSlam, <laughs> there will be a lot of hardcore fans at SummerSlam, it's their second biggest event of the year, and the biggest event of the summer, but they uh they would cheer more for Roman, I think uh, they would cheer more if Braun beat Roman because and you know what at this point, I think everybody's expecting braun to cash in at SummerSlam like it's almost it seems like it's a given like it's automatic that he's going to cash in at and you never know Ro- if Roman wins, I could see if Brock wins, he's cashing in, no doubt. Mm-hmm. If Roman wins. I could see a situation where he doesn't cash in because Roman's going to be there every week, so Braun could cash Uh, in whenever he wants. Right. Um, So I don't think that if Roman wins, I would not be shocked if we did not see a cash in at SummerSlam. But if Brock wins, no doubt Strowman's coming. Because I think after SummerSlam, Brock's gone, at least for the time being. And Braun's going to come out, cash it in, win it over Lesnar. I think that's the only way right now we see a cash in at SummerSlam if Brock beats Reigns again. Yeah. What you got, Elijah?
0: Um, so, I was thinking, you know how in, um, uh, I can't, was it WrestleMania when Brock punched, um, Strowman?
2: No, I don't think he punched, no, they, they didn't have an altercation at WrestleMania.
0: I thought, you sure? I thought, um, uh.
2: You think about like, Roman, maybe? Uh. Brock and Roman fought at WrestleMania. No,
0: when I'm, um, hit, when I'm, um.
2: Oh, a, that was back at maybe the Royal Rumble. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That, um, why not put him in, a. How you know how you did in M M A? Mm-hmm. So why not put them, want put why I um, have them in a boxing match where well, they can try to really, but they could punch each other.
2: Oh well, yeah, but I <laughs> but that's the you know the thing is WW doesn't do that and Strowman probably isn't. I mean Strowman's a big dude. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to fight Strowman, but if it came down to mma slash boxing match. I think Lesnar would. Oh, yeah, would, he would. Lesnar decimate would decimate everybody. Would, yeah, Le- the only person he wouldn't decimate would be Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley has a, a good MMA record right yeah,
1: now. Yeah, no, Strowman doesn't want another another round of that two piece. No, he
2: does not. Absolutely not. But as far as a wrestling match goes, that's the thing. Like the last time Strowman and Lesnar were in a match together, it just wasn't. To me, it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. But Strowman deserves the strap. That's why I think he'll come out, and uh, oh, the only way he'll come out and cash in is if Brock wins. If Roman wins. Roman's gonna be there every week, so Strowman can cash in whenever he pleases. Yeah, and I mean, can you think about it like if if Reigns has the the title every week, Braun's gonna just be creeping and stalking him and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, which is weird now because lately Strowman and Reigns seem to have become somewhat of pals. They've actually teamed up a couple of times, and I mean these two these two dudes a year ago were trying to kill each other. Yeah, yeah. So uh, certainly uh how things have uh, turned for uh, those two guys but like the sands of an
1: hourglass yeah the only
2: way i think that happens at SummerSlam is if brock beats roman uh, Strowman will come out cash in and Strowman will be the universal champion going forward and i tell you mm-hmm. what i would not be surprised if he held that belt all the way to wrestlemania right because he's that he's that good so uh that's what happened at money in the bank Strowman won uh, alexa bliss won the women's money in the bank she already cashed in she is the new mm-hmm. raw women's champion um, and Ronda – and, you know, a lot of people were talking about Ronda, how good Ron, – because a lot of people were questioning, you know, Ronda, first singles televised match if it's for the women's title, against Nia Jax, who has been hit and miss sometimes in the ring. A lot of people were worried, but I tell you what, that was a great match. Ronda right. showed up. Uh, they had some great spots. It was a great match. I am really looking forward to any time Ronda steps in the ring now because – of course, it's not going to be for 30 days, apparently. But uh, any the next time Ronda steps in the ring, whether it's a title match, a singles match, a lot of eyes are going to be on Ronda because she's had two matches. Both matches were awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can't ask for anything better right now for, from Ronda. I also saw a thing about Ronda. Apparently, uh, before their match at WrestleMania, they were training one day. Ronda was sick. Ronda had food poisoning or something. I can't remember what she had. But she refused to stop training. Like Triple H had to stop. The training because, you know, Ronda just kept going and going. And, you know, I guess Triple H obviously didn't want her to, you know, half, halfway kill herself. Yeah. But uh, that just right there shows you the determination that Ronda has to be great in the ring. Uh Mad props to Ronda. You know, a lot of people. there's a, And there's so many people I've been reading on Reddit. You know, so many people who are questioning how good Ronda was going to be in the ring. Uh Nobody's questioning that anymore. is going to be a star in wwe she's going to be a champion she's going to be a champion a lot of times she's going to be champion for a long time so for those of you who don't want to see ronda as champion you got to get used to it it may not happen in the next few months it may not happen within the next year it will happen at some point ronda's going to be champion she's going to be champion for a long time and she will be champion multiple times because she is that good in the ring and there's so many other women that are going to be good in the ring with her that i can't wait uh, I, right now of course the rumored main event for wrestlemania 35 is going to be charlotte and ronda and with the way charlotte is we know how good charlotte yeah. is. and with the way ronda's been wrestling holy cow can you imagine that match that match will certainly be worthy of because you have the daughter of rick flair versus the baddest woman on the planet ronda rousey i mean it in my opinion it won't get much better than that as far as women's wrestling. It won't get much better than that when that time comes. Right, and by then Ronda's going to be even twice as good as she is now, and she's yeah. already putting on great matches. So I'm I'm just really excited for uh for what Ronda's going to bring to the table in the women's yeah. division. Can you WWE. imagine booking that match? I mean, like who in the heck do you put over? That's such a hard decision. I think since Charlotte went over on Asuka last year, you got to put Ronda over. Yeah, you know because you Ronda. I think Ronda's going to go undefeated uh, until WrestleMania. Ronda's not going to lose a match. She mm-hmm. won't get pinned, at least. Yeah. So, uh, definitely looking forward to that match. I think since Oscar, I mean, uh, since Charlotte ended Oscar's streak at WrestleMania, Ronda will definitely get over on Charlotte. As of right now, it could change. My, my thoughts could change. I reserve the right to change that thought because <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of time between now and then. A lot of things can happen. For all yeah. we know, I mean, you know, fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Hope it doesn't happen. Ronda <clears throat> and or Charlotte get injured and we may not even have that match so you know because injuries do happen of course a lot of injuries going on we'll talk about those yep. in the rumor mill coming up so you never know what's going to happen but she had a great showing at money in the bank uh very impressed with ronda uh definitely looking forward to uh, what's going to happen there so that, that's everything that went down of course with uh money in the bank uh great you know great job there so after money in the bank of course we tallied up our scorecards yes and uh the new WWE scorecard champion is none other than Cruz. I think he's still sitting here in the in the, in the in the Discord. And I think Elijah has a little bit of a promo he wants yeah. to cut here on Cruz. So, Cruz, I know you're in the Discord listening right now. And as far as I'm concerned, Elijah... Yeah. L- the, uh, Let me set this up for you, Elijah. Go ahead and set it up. All
1: right. So, the plan was, Elijah, I'm going to call you before we tape. And you're going to fill out the scorecards. And so I called his phone, went straight to voicemail. Called my daughter's phone, it rang out to voicemail. Then called my dad's phone, and it rang out to a voicemail. And I was like, oh, this is no good. Because we all know how I am at it. Yeah. I'm usually in the rear with the gear, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, you yeah, a pretty good scorecard, though. Yeah. I, I, uh, that's because I was trying for my boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I got to win this title, man. But anyways, so... Elijah was calling during the show like seven times to try to get his scorecard in. Yeah. But we couldn't. We were already taping. The show must go on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Cruz, Elijah's got a little something for you. All
0: right. So, this goes out to you, man. While I was off on an amp tourist stop in Branson, Missouri, you came in and stole my title. So, the fact of the matter is, in my eyes, you ain't the champ. You ain't nowhere near being the champ. You can keep cruising with the belt to Extreme Meals, but make no mistake, you will walk with Elijah, and that belt will come back where it belongs
2: with me. Oh, snap! Walk with Elijah. I like that. Walk with Elijah. WWE now stands for Walk With Elijah. How you
0: like me now, WWE? How you like me now?
2: That's right. <laughs> so the, uh, the former champion here, Elijah, looking to get his belt back yeah. at Extreme Rules. Now, One
0: more thing, Cruz. I might have backed you up with the boys in the UK. Doesn't mean I won't smoke you on the Extreme Rules scorecard. That's the bottom line because Elijah said so.
2: come, Elijah, he's like a little bulldog today. All I'm saying is I had a pretty good showing. And money in the bank it wasn't for the uh, Sunil Singh them forgetting to put Sunil Singh on the damn card (laughs) uh, I might have won it but you know because I I I was only four points behind Cruz so uh, I creeped up on him as well Uh, it's gonna be very interesting extreme rules because you know it's it's one of those things you know that's like a clean slate every Mm -hmm. every month when we fill out the scorecards, and you know I'm still looking for my first solo title and if I win at Money in the Bank, then I'm going to have two belts because I... Oh, snap. That's right. Because I have right here in my hands the NXT scorecard championship Show, show the people on YouTube again.
0: Don't the, plan uh, it. Don't the, plan the, it.
2: The scorecard, the NXT scorecard champion right here. So nice and By shiny. a landslide, uh, I might add, by about 31 points. Dad so gum. if I so happen to win at Extreme Rules, I will have both belts in my possession... And uh, let's just say they will not go anywhere.
0: End really. your dreams. Well. in your dreams.
2: Well, you know what? My dreams are fantastic. Elijah said both of those belts will look good on his mantle. Well, that belt's not leaving my arms until at least August. No, so. no, I
0: don't want that belt. I just want my belt, what was stolen. Let me repeat that. Stolen <laughs> from me.
2: It was stolen, he said. he. You know, Elijah didn't get a fair chance nope. to fill out a scorecard. So, uh, but he will get a fair chance July uh, 15th when Extreme Rules comes around. So definitely looking forward to uh, that coming up. Let's dive now into... Let me pull up the uh, script we have here. Uh, let's go in now to the G1 Special yes. in San Francisco. This is going to be fun. It's a Saturday night, July the 7th. G1 Special in San Francisco. Let me go down the match card here. I pulled it up, and my uh, my MacBook keeps telling me I'm low on space. Yeah, I know. Uh, all right, so uh, the first match will be a 10-man tag. 20-minute time limit. sho Yo, Rocky Romero, Ghetto, and Yoshi Hashi will be taking on Chase Owens, Takahashi, Tangaloa, Tamatanga, and King Haku. And then the second match, a tag team match, 20-minute time limit. Uh, Toru Yano, Tomohiro Ishii, taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Third match, also a tag team match, 20-minute time limit. Kushida and Hiroshi Tanahashi will be taking on Marty Skrull and Hangman Page. That'll be a fun match. Mm-hmm. The fourth match will be a ne- the Never Openweight Championship, Hiroki Goto will be defending his title against Jeff Cobb. Now, did Godot must have won that title back from Elgin at one of the uh, one of the shows uh, earlier this week. Cruz, I know you're in the chat. I don't know if you were paying attention to that earlier this week. Did Goto win his title back from Elgin? Because did Elgin win it? Elgin won it at uh, Dominion. Kazuna Road, that's the name of it. I couldn't mm. think of it off the top of my head. But uh, I think because Elgin did win it at Dominion, if I remember correctly, Cruz, is that... Correct. Uh, so I thought
1: I thought he was in a tag match at, at Dominion. No, it was Elgin,
2: uh, Goto, and then who's that other guy? Oh, that That's right. Yeah, 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 That's um, right. It was a four way. That's uh, for right. For some reason, I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. Uh, Cruz is typing though. Uh, Elgin won it in a three way uh, with Taichi. Uh, Taichi was also in oh, okay. there. Okay. So, but then it must at Kazuna Road. Uh, he defended it back against Goto, and Goto won it back. So Goto will defend it now at the G1 Special against um, Jeff Cobb. So. Uh, That'll be happening that night. The fifth match, a 60-minute time limit match. I think this is the third match these guys will have. The Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, will be defending the IWGP Tag Team Championship against Evil and Sonata. Mm. Then the sixth match is a special tag match. Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada will be defending, uh, uh, facing, not defending anything, uh, facing Bushi and Tetsuya Naito. That'll be another fun match. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Another fun match. This looks like it's going to be Takahashi will be taking on at Dragon Lee. The U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Of course, they'll be on U.S. soil. Jay White will be defending against Juice <laughs> Robinson, who cut uh, what yeah, Brink said the greatest promo he's ever yeah. seen earlier uh, this week. And that's then, of course, a metacarpal. Yeah, it's a metacarpal. And uh, main event IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Kenny Omega will be defending his newly won title against the American Nightmare. Cody, who yes. has a victory already, and a uh, crew said Juice Robinson only cuts good promos. So there you go. I do <laughs> yes, find, he does. Uh, I do find in his picture because they did announce the G1 Climax blocks, and uh, I think I'm actually going to go over that in just a second. They did announce the you want Climax blocks, and in his picture, he looks like Riff Raff. That's all I'm oh, saying. He no. looks like Riff Raff. Dad he really does. God he looks it. like Riff Raff.
1: I, yeah, I can see that.
2: So let me try now and pull up. But I'm pretty the, sure
1: he can rap better than Riff Raff.
2: Well, he probably can. He can say Tony Sash... Sha- Sha- uh, I can't even say it. Tony <laughs> Sashery's better. He calls it Tony Sharrigan's. Uh <laughs> So let me pull up the blocks here. How dare he?
0: I, one great job. I, I, kudos. I can never say that. I could never say the names you just said. (laughs) I could try over and over and over, but I would get it wrong every
1: time. He's
2: getting better. Well, we put up the full schedule of the G1 Climax on our Facebook page, so be sure to go and check that out. We put that up, I think, earlier this week once they announced it. But here's who are in the blocks right now. You have Block A, Michael Elgin, Evil, Bad Luck Fale, Togi, uh, Togi Maccabee, Kazuchika Okada, Hangman Page, Minoru Suzuki, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jay White, and Yoshihashi. Then you have Block B is Hiroki Goto, Kota Ibushi, Tomohiro Ishii, Tetsuya Naito, Kenny Omega, Juice Robinson, Zack Sabre Jr., Sonata, Tamatanga, and Toru Yano. So, it's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Uh, this will be probably the first G1 Climax that I watch in its entirety because i'm going to watch i think every day it starts july 14th and we'll go through august the 12th uh, a lot of people talking about who could win the uh tony sherry <laughs> tony as uh, tony put it uh sorry not tony uh, <laughs> as cruz put it here in the discord cruz uh go ahead and type it in real quick while we talk about it who is your prediction uh in the finals and who's going to beat who in the finals for the g1 climax um I'm looking at some of these names. Um I don't think Kenny Omega is going to win it. Uh I think hmm I'm just I'm looking. I think Okada's going to win block A and I think I don't know. Um it, it, it's really tough. I'm looking at some of these names in block B. Well, maybe if, a Naito if, wins Block B, if or Kenny maybe a o- uh, maybe a Bushi. I may I could see a Bushi. And could you imagine if a Bushi wins Block B? You have the Golden Lovers going at it. That's what for I was to say.
1: Yeah, if Kenny Omega wins, then who in the heck are they going to get to face him? Well, I think I think the rule is Kingdom. if
2: Omega wins, if he's the IWGP Champion, he gets to choose ah, his opponent. Ah, even so, better. Which I think I don't know who he would choose. Would he might choose Okada again. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, that'd be good. I, I think he uh, it would it would be cool to see him choose a Bushi. To you know, you know the golden lever uh, game. Yeah. You know, let's uh, let's go at it. You know, so uh, I'm not sure exactly um, what's going to happen. I could see a handful of these guys winning the G1 climax. All I know is a lot of those matches are going to be fantastic matches. Starting July 14th, are we going to get a breakdown from Brink again this year? I think we should. Next couple of weeks, we'll have to get him on the. Uh, And, of course, it's going to be going on from July 14th. It's going to start the day before Extreme Rules. So after Extreme Rules, every week we'll have something to talk about as far as the G1 Climax goes because it's going to be a four-week extravaganza. That's Mm going to be so much fun. So the G1 special in San Francisco coming up, kind of like the little precursor to the G1 Climax. That'll be July the 7th. And then July 14th, one week later, the G1 Climax will start. The full schedule is up at our Facebook page at Mm -hmm. the average marks. Yep. So... Let's dive now into. I saw Cruz typing. I don't know what he was putting in. He might have had something to say about the uh, the G1 climax, or maybe I asked him for his prediction. So I'm hoping maybe he gives us maybe some of guys who, who who he think could win. Yeah. Uh, he says I don't know, man, but I feel like Omega gets one loss. He loses to whoever wins the climax. So mm. uh, maybe he loses to Ibushi, his yeah. his teammate, because you know you could write the story that when you know the Golden Lovers know each other so well that Ibushi could definitely beat Omega, because back when, you know, Omega was facing Okada those first few times for the title, they never, you know, Kenny never beat him, but when it was a non-title match, he did beat Okada. He didn't win the title. So, if it's a non-title match, I could see somebody obviously getting one up on Kenny Omega. Also, uh, you know, the last guy to also beat Kenny Omega the last time they fought each other was Jay White. So, Hmm. Jay White, uh, but Jay White's not in 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 the climax, so... Uh, that's just another thing to look forward to between now and Wrestle Kingdom. I think Jay White, especially if he loses to Juice Robinson, which is very likely, um, Juice Robinson could uh, become the new next US uh, IWGP US Heavyweight Champion, and which would open the door because I think Kenny's going to go on to beat Cody. Next man up, Jay White. Jay mm-hmm. White beat him for the US Championship. Uh, oh, Jay White's in Block A. Okay, so Jay White's in there, but so but that means Jay White. Um, can you imagine if it came down to Jay White and Kenny Omega yeah, in the in the G1 Climax? Man, that would be one hit. That's a, that's a rematch people would love to see. I know yes. Cruz would definitely be up for, for seeing that. So that means that uh, Jay White won't face Kenny Omega in the prelims, but there is a chance Jay White could face Kenny Omega in the finals. But I don't think Jay White's going to win Block A. I think right now all bets are on Kazuchika Okada to win that belt because, you know, when you have the belt for 720 days... What do you do with the guy after? Like Yeah. What I don't know. It's you know, it's almost weird seeing him without the IWGP yeah. heavyweight title at this like you point. you still got to
1: make him look strong.
2: Yeah, exactly. You got to make him look strong. I think I think uh, Okada could go one loss, you know, to throughout I don't know who he would lose to. I'm looking at the uh you know, the the people here. Uh you know, you have Jay White. Maybe he loses to I mean I don't know. That's the thing. I don't see Okada losing to any of these guys. Maybe Maybe Jay White. I don't know. If you give Jay White a win over Kenny Omega uh, last year, why not give him a win over Okada? Just, just go around, yeah. especially if it's a non-title match. Like, right. you know, give him a, a win there. So uh, it, it's really fun. I'm really gonna. I'm really looking forward to the G1 Climax. Um, it, there's gonna be so many great matches. We could have a lot of match of the year candidates come out of just the G1 Climax. I mean, it's gonna be unbelievable. Right. And on. especially the final, the G1 Climax final uh, on August the fourteenth. Get ready, because whoever's in that match, they're going to tear the roof off that place. Um, yeah, all the... Uh, Cruz is excited for all the Block B matches, all the Yano matches. So <laughs> that's what everybody... Everybody's excited about the Yano matches, so uh, definitely looking forward to the G1 Climax. That starts July the 14th, going through August the 12th. Let's dive now into our next topic. i uh, got to pull the uh, script back up here. The Ronda Rousey, Rousey yes. segment. Uh, you wanted to talk about the Ronda Rousey segment. Yeah. Uh, you think... Maybe it was like a heel turn that she kind of did there. Yeah, it
1: befuddles me. I don't understand because you've been booking Ronda Rousey as this, golly gee whiz, gosh, this is so amazing. Oh, you guys are awesome. Baby face. And then all of a sudden they pull this. If this isn't a heel turn, I, I don't know why you even write this in because faces don't do that. Faces, number faces one. don't beat up their boss. Exactly. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a tweener, dude. Come on. That's <laughs> I mean, when heels were cool.
2: Uh, I mean and he will still kind of our cool. I mean that he'll still I tweeted ch- it out on Monday. I said Rhonda just went full stone cold Steve Austin, like beating up referees and no, 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 Austin no. used to do. Austin didn't care. Austin <laughs> would knock out a referee and the fans loved it. And but you it, know what the fans loved it? Because Alexa Bliss right now might be the hottest woman heel in the entire company. And she went out, you know, going after Alexa and then you go after Kurt, which was I guess, you know, that's a heel move, I guess, because Kurt's a face. Kurt's not a heel, mm-hmm. you know, uh, boss, but I, it was uh, it was surprising. It was unpredictable, in my opinion, uh, which is, yeah. you know, what WWE needs to be in it right now. Because, I mean, the fans
1: made Stone Cold more of a face, but he was always written as a heel. He was always anti-establishment. You oh, know yeah, what when I mean?
2: That, like, back in, like, 96, 97, when he first came on the scene, yeah, he was definitely a heel, cutting heel promos. I mean, the Austin 316, I th- I'm pretty sure he was a heel at that point, but then... You know, of course, I think yesterday was the anniversary of the uh, the 22-year anniversary of the iconic Austin 316 promo, and yeah. still one of the most iconic promos of all time in pro wrestling, but, uh, which took Austin to the next level, in my opinion. Right, but, but
1: when Ronda came out, she was a true face, 100% yeah. face. There's uh-huh. no tweener here. And then all of a sudden you get this, where she attacks two people with a weapon, like not to defend herself just over some words, and then Mm -hmm. she beats up refs. Like, faces don't do that. So if if she comes back as a face again, it was all for naught. Like, what was the reason? That has to be a heel turn.
2: But I think the reasoning is that, you know, Kurt was trying to, I don't know, I guess, Kurt was trying not to let her, basically, Kurt was trying to control her, I think. Mm -hmm. I think from Rhonda's perspective, Kurt was trying to control her. And Ronda, you don't want to control... You know, Ronda does not want to be controlled. Ronda, you know, I think Ronda cut a promo. like, was I, like, nobody, when they had the feud with uh, Stephanie and Triple H, nobody owns me. I do what I want. And, you know, Kurt was trying to basically get her off Alexa, and Ronda's like, hell no. Like, she cost me a title last night. I'm going to beat the hell out of her. And uh, if anybody's going to stop me from beating the hell out of her, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. I don't care if you're Kurt mm-hmm. Angle. I don't care if you're a referee. I don't care who you are. So, and that right there kind of because maybe ronda had some prior engagements that she has to take care of that's why they gave her the 30-day suspension so she can go do whatever she has to do and she'll come back and eventually you know she's going to be back she's going to be wrestling uh regularly on monday night raw i think she's at the point now where i think you could put her in but the thing is she's such a she's such a draw now like with how good she's doing that Uh, don't tell sammy callahan that well, she's a huge draw. She really is. Like anytime she's on the screen now, I'm gonna watch. Yeah. Because I'm intrigued by what you know what's gonna happen next with Ronda Rousey, and because of her name, I think they're so protective of her that she's not. Like I got told, like I said earlier, she's not going to lose between now and WrestleMania. At least she will not get pinned or submitted. She might lose via disqualification or count up, but other than that, she will not lose. Right. So, um, definitely, they're protecting Ronda Rousey at all costs, Because they have some huge plans for Ronda Rousey coming up. That's the biggest woman acquisition they may have ever gotten in in WWE.
1: Now, don't get me wrong. Even though I don't understand it for the life of me, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I liked it. And I was saying that from day one. That needed to be Ronda Rousey from day one. No Mm -hmm. nonsense. I will kick your butt in a moment's notice if you cross me because I'm the baddest woman on the face of this planet. Yep. And you can't touch me. You can't see me.
2: That's right. <laughs> so
1: like, I would enjoy this Rhonda. I just don't understand the heel turn. If you're gonna come out and she's this bubbly, God gosh, Jilly, uh, darn,
2: Bailey, you know, she's
0: a Bailey. being a Bailey, hugs, hugs all around. Yeah. Well,
2: that, hugs. No, well, that's 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 Bailey's thing. Bailey is a true face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bailey's another one that at one point they should turn her heel. I think yes. they're just. Now, they're obviously, the, they're, they're having a falling out with her and Sasha Banks right now on, right. on Monday Night Raw, so they're going to have, I think, maybe at Extreme Rules. I wouldn't be surprised if those two had an Extreme Rules match because remember the last time, uh, I think, when Bailey was feuding with Alexa, they had like a kendo stick match or something like that, and the whole storyline was, Bailey's not going to hit her with the kendo stick. Yeah. Now, I think Bailey has gotten to the point where she will beat somebody's you-know-what with yeah. a kendo stick, so... Um, not sure what's going to happen with that feud. I think they'll have a match one on one because they have not had a one on one pay per view match since coming to the main roster. They've always been friends, and they've had I think they had a match on Raw one one night or something like that a while back. But and of course they had the uh, they faced off in the women's uh, battle royal match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and uh, which of course Naomi ended up winning. But um, definitely something's going down with Sasha and Bailey coming up in the near future, right? Um,
0: alright, so, one, this isn't 1950, 1996, whatever, with, sorry, Stone Cold, I don't know what era you, I know what era, but I don't know what timeline, but Vince, this is not the Attitude Era, this is the Clean Era, alright, Stone Cold did that, yeah, that was back then, you don't, this, one, she is a face. Stone Cold was a, like you said, a... A A tweener. A tweener. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds weird when I say it. Um, So, still, Stone Cold was a tweener. He was left, right, left, right. So, she is supposed to be a face. And you don't, well, you don't throw a face into a heel's route until you want to throw her into a heel. And right now, it doesn't... It looks like you're trying to throw her into a hill, but before, trying to make her act like Bailey. Well, not really like Bailey, but still. The point is, pick what you're going to do with her. You're going to make her a hill, or you going to make her a face. Decide.
1: We're going to take that clip and send it. I'm going to email it to WWE Creative.
2: <laughs> Cruz just put something in the chat. Uh, this just in from General Manager Paige Tweeted about a minute ago. The U.S. title will be on the line. Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown Live. Jeff, you better. So this week, uh, this Tuesday. United States title match, and we're going to dive in now. Um, also, want to talk a little bit about Drew. Uh, I mean, not Drew uh, Dolph Ziggler winning the mm-hmm. Intercontinental title match, and then we'll jump into SmackDown from last week. They had a good gauntlet match to, to determine the number one contender, and then of course the news just now that Cruz just broke uh, from General Manager Page yeah. that there's going to be a U.S. title match this coming Tuesday on yeah. uh, SmackDown. But hey, Page, how you doing? And in a bit of a surprise, this past Monday night, of course Seth Rollins brought back the Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge. Uh, Dolph Ziggler answered the call. I was hoping it'd be Drew McIntyre. I was really hoping for Drew McIntyre. <clears throat> we got Dolph Ziggler instead, and you know, most people are thinking, okay, Seth's gonna win another one. You know, yeah. have a good match with Dolph. Not the case. Uh, there was a mild distraction from Drew McIntyre, which uh, basically uh, the roll-up of death, I think, is what the, we call <laughs> it. Um, from uh, Ziggler won the match, and now Ziggler. Is walking around with the Intercontinental Title belt on Monday Night Raw, and I kind of like that idea because, you know, after uh, WrestleMania, Drew McIntyre shows up, teams with Dolph Ziggler, and you're thinking, oh wow, this could be the next, you know, big, you know, little faction here or a little tag team Generation. that's gonna definitely, you know, run rampant on SmackDown. And they haven't really done much with them since then, all right? But now, all of a sudden, boom, with the snap of a finger. Dolph Ziggler has the Intercontinental Title, and then you have Drew McIntyre behind you. Of course, everyone comparing them to a Shawn Michaels and a Diesel back in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely uh, interested to see where they go with Dolph yeah. Ziggler. There's all actually there's going to be a, a, a rematch this tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw: Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler Intercontinental Title match. And so we got some big title matches this yeah. coming week on Raw and SmackDown. Raw tomorrow night has the Intercontinental Title match rematch: Rollins and Ziggler. And then of course Tuesday night. Uh, It will be the United States title match, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And uh, speaking of titles, we have a new number one contender for the WWE title after the gauntlet match this past Tuesday night. It's Rusev! Rusev Day, baby! Happy Rusev Rusev Day to all out there, by the way.
0: Rusev
2: Day! So, you have Rusev now, and all of a sudden, you know, you look at the past week... You have Dolph Ziggler winning the Intercontinental title out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and now Rusev is the number one contender for the WWE title. Maybe sounds like you know they're going in some unpredictable directions here as far as creative goes. So
1: yeah, hey, uh, Xavier Woods was throwing some shade on Twitter. Oh, really? He said, "I can't believe a guy that throws fish at and I'm paraphrasing here, a guy that throws fish at his wife and stole our bit with uh, you know, a." Calling stuff, you know, days Uh with Rusev Day. He was like, I can't believe that guy is the guy who gets the title shot.
2: Well, uh, Rusev has the title shot at Extreme Rules. It's AJ versus uh, uh, Rusev. So that could be a good match. AJ, of course, AJ, anytime AJ's in a match, he'll put on a great match. And Rusev, you know, can you imagine if Rusev wins that title? Yeah. Are they finally, you know, because they realize how over Rusev is with the whole Rusev Day thing. What are the chances they put the title on Rusev now?
1: You know, and it's like they're they're trying to appease so many of their boys because so many guys are unhappy right now in the company. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's almost like a plague, man. Rusev was unhappy, there was word about him leaving. Now I I saw on the internet the other day, the big news is, I think this came from What Culture, uh, Nakamura when his contract is up, he may be going back to New Japan. So MIB, yeah. maybe they're like, "Holy crap, we got to get a strap on this dude, so he'll stay." Yeah, and then obviously you had Cody Rhodes a long time ago that said, "You know what, guys, I'm out of here. I'm done with this." And then um, uh, another thing that I heard on—I on, think this came from the Wrestling Observer. This is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that the reason they gave the strap to Ziggler is because. They're going to have a falling out between him and Drew McIntyre, and then they're going to feud for the belt.
2: I did tweet that earlier. I said the best thing that could happen is the person that will take the title off of Ziggler will be Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre is also a former Intercontinental Champion as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, McIntyre has won that title before, so that would be a fun match. Yeah, dude. That would, that would be really great. Um, so that's what's been going on with... SmackDown and uh, Raw, Uh, two big title matches later on uh, this week. Tomorrow, they have the Intercontinental title on the line, which is arguably the biggest title on Raw right now. And then you have the U.S. title, Jeff Hardy versus Mm -hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura. On Tuesday night, so a couple of big title matches to look forward to this coming week. Let's dive now into the rumor mill. Yes. Um, you have some injury news on a lot of some folks that are injured.
1: Yeah, this just came out from What Culture Wrestling, and uh, I thought it was pretty pretty interesting because a lot of these are big stars and their timetable for return off of injury. So yep. Tamina, obviously she had torn rotator cuff. They're thinking it's around SummerSlam she's okay. gonna be back in action. Okay, um, Samar Singh.
2: Yeah. Which is the one that got hurt? Samir.
1: Samir Singh. Of course, he had an ACL tear, eight months recovery time. They're thinking sometime at the end of the year. Okay. Right? Bobby Fish. Uh, this guy had a doozy. ACL and MCL tear. End of the year, December at the earliest.
2: December at the earliest. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sankara. And and this is an unspecified injury, but supposedly he had a nagging injury before, and he's taking time off.
2: Nobody really knows what it is or how long it's going to take. Well, Sankara, he was... Well, he was he was in a. I, I'm pretty sure it was Sin It looks like they're trying to set something up with him and Andrade seeing Almas.
1: Right after their last match, that's he has, when he started oh, taking his time off. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I guess that's when it got worse. I guess so. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jason Jordan, of course, he had that bad neck injury. Well, he's already fully recovered.
2: Yeah, he should I, be back anytime. Yeah, anytime now. I, I was hoping they would bring him back because you had Ziggler and McIntyre who were kind of beating up on Chad Gable. I said, man, this will be a perfect time to bring Jason Jordan back and you know reform American Alpha and see if you you know because it didn't when they came to the main roster, it it didn't work out for whatever reason. But I think now it may work, especially if you put them up against a Ziggler and a McIntyre. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Ziggler and McIntyre versus? american alpha that would be fun
1: right and maybe the american alpha feud is the thing that starts breaking down their relationship and that's how they start feuding over the belt exactly
2: because we never exactly had a jason jordan or maybe he comes back and feuds with chad gable that mm-hmm. would be a fun feud too because those two dudes yeah. can wrestle yeah i don't care what anybody says those two dudes can wrestle they can go yeah uh so that would be fun too I, I, he's expected any any time. anytime you know, now in, uh, anybody else on this list
1: yeah a few more people randy orton of course he had a torn medial meniscus in his knee mm-hmm. and they said he's been Boring. waiting for a while to clean up his knee. So apparently mm-hmm. he's been having issues for for a while but they're thinking SummerSlam yeah. is the timetable for him. Uh-huh. Of course Charlotte rupturing her singe. Yep. Uh 1 month uh, time on that time yep. frame. And then Dean Ambrose. Yes. Of course he had the he had the high grade tricep tendon tear which means in layman's terms, it was ripped off the bone. Oh, his yikes. tricep. Yeah. Uh, late August,
2: early September. Late August, early September. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll be back after SummerSlam. Well, that's yeah. pretty. That's weird. So I, I'm ready for the lunatic fringe mm-hmm. to come back. Uh, everybody, I think misses Dean Ambrose. Heck yeah, for I sure. Did, that way we I can did. reform the Shield. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. So.
1: And, and, and on Total Divas, he had the best footage on there, uh, chasing dudes down the street, wanting to beat him up for grabbing a uh, old girl's hat.
2: Oh, uh, that was Renee? awesome! Yeah, Renee Young's hat. Oh no, I wouldn't mess with Dean Ambrose. Because eh? I tell you what, before Dean Ambrose came to WWE, that dude was doing some extreme yes. stuff, like blood gore. I mean, it was crazy. It, like
1: it was funny because she was like, she was like in front of my family, Dean, because they were outside eating, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What? He took your hat? What do you want me to do? To sit there and let him walk off with your hat?" And then she was like, "Ugh!" And like she walked off, and the dad gave him a look like, "Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm talking about." Hell yeah, you know. Uh, and then later on he went drinking with her mom
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would love to drink a beer with trading shots with her mom that would be that would be great so um, now let's move on to the cheap heat Uh, certainly some uh, some heat on a a certain WWE superstar that led to his release this week Mm -hmm. Big Cass was released on Tuesday just before Smackdown Live apparently a lot of incidents that were happening uh, with Big Cass there was talks of him drinking on the European tour. There's also a talk of him uh, doing something on a bus with other WWE superstars where uh, he was in a, in a bathroom on the bus, and the lock malfunctioned, and he thought he was being pranked, and he kicked the door open, and from there on out afterwards, anybody that had to go to the bathroom had to do it with the door open. Everybody I mean, that, that one's
1: an easy to, easy one for me to see because there's a lot of pranks that are being had oh, yeah. with yeah, boys. So I can, I can see... I mean that one has to be excused.
2: Yeah, but apparently the the one the one thing that uh, ultimately led to his release, um apparently he had some sort of altercation with Carmella, of course they used to date, mm-hmm. and he was asking her for forgiveness or something like that. She wasn't having it and like he grabbed her by the arm or something like wow. that. And apparently I think like Luke or Eric Rowan and the Usos had to step in Dig and kind of, you know, break it up I guess in a way and uh, word got back to management. Vince straight up said, "You're done." You know, Vince wow. went to SmackDown, called him into his office, said, "You're done." Wow. So, you know, and they didn't wish him in his you know, bet well in his future endeavors or anything. Uh-uh. So, um, Big Cass now gone, which was you know a bit of a surprise because they say Vince was huge on this guy, was you know big on Big yeah. Cass and everything. And right when you come back from injury, he throws you in with
1: Daniel Bryan, the hottest wrestler yes, in the world. Exactly, like. I mean, come go. on, dude. You're going to ruin that. Now, this is a great life lesson, kids. Um, take it from Big Cass. There is zero reason ever for you to put your hands on a woman. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's what it gets you in life. Yep, gets you fired from the WWE, the biggest wrestling organization in the world. So, yeah. Um, there you um, another that.
1: thing I heard is that he was a staunch Trump supporter. Yes. And he had a bunch of heat with the boys in the back because he was always talking politics. and.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, nowadays with, you know, the president being who he is, uh, a lot of polit- political talk will uh, usually not go so well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do not like to talk politics. Mm-hmm. But uh, certainly Big Cass apparently was doing that. And, right. You know.
1: So I'm thinking now, impact, get on the phone. If you get Enzo and Cass back together as a tag team,
2: holy smokes. I. Uh, See here's the thing about that. This is my thoughts on the whole getting Enzo and Cass back together. I think they had a real life falling out. So they're talking they're thinking that the chances of those two working together are very slim, but the price would have to be right because apparently Enzo. That's Enzo's, what I was supposed to say, money heals wounds. Yeah, money does heal wounds. Uh money heals a lot. Uh, yeah, but apparently you know you know, Enzo's charging a lot of money just for appearances. Mm-hmm. You know, can you imagine what he would want to wrestle, even though he's not a great wrestler, but you know cuz Enzo's doing his his rap thing now which yeah, I which could care you're less not going to make it. You're yeah, terrible. I could, I could care less about. Garbage. Although I will say his video productions are pretty good. They're oh yeah, yeah, videos. yeah, the video guys. But nice. his rap, I mean the way he sounds when he raps. The only problem I have with, with Enzo rapping is the way he sounds when he raps and I mean that's Half of the you know it's half of it right there how you mm-hmm. sound so I don't think he sounds good when he raps he has good beats he got good vi- music video production but the way you sound when you rap I just I don't care for it uh, you're better off cutting wrestling promos and, I'm and reincarnated like, yeah <laughs> terrible uh, better off cutting wrestling promos there dude which he was if uh, uh certainly when he was cutting promos in WWE I would have put him in the top five promo code oh, for definitely for sure yeah uh, who
1: cares if he wrote it before. And, and I the think guy that's, was money. that
2: that's eventually why he got, I think, a a wrestling. A contract because i think triple h had had discovered him and it's like this dude got a mouth on him let me yeah yeah get this guy team put him with the seven footer you know
1: yeah he was on uh 50s uh youtube mm-hmm. um and i i think i put it on our facebook page uh but they were interviewing him yeah um i can't remember what 50s youtube page is called anyways this is 50 cent or something like that or this is 50 but anyways yeah he was like he was like man i was a dude on the back of a moving truck yeah and he was like Triple H came in and got me off with the back of that truck, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dang, there it's all right." So uh, it was course, a YouTube video that got him. Yeah, you know, I know. somebody I that knew Triple well, H got it to him.
2: Yeah, well, YouTube nowadays is making stars out of a lot of people. So yeah, there you go. Good, good, good thing for YouTube. Um, Justin so, Bieber. <laughs> there, there you go. So, uh, the Beast. Who who found him? Was it Neo? I can't remember who found. Him. I don't know. That was a that was a long yeah. time ago. The Beast. But uh, that's how the frontman for Journey was founded. Really? Now the Arnell Panetta. Yeah, uh, I well. It, yes, he's uh, almost. Uh, in a, in a, he almost sounds like Steve Perry. He's yeah. not Steve Perry, but he's in a league of his own. That's yeah, you, how, clo- you close your eyes, he sounds. That's how he was. Uh, that's how he was found. Uh, he was a, a, a member of the a band called the Zoo, and uh-huh. uh, they would sing Journey songs. Yeah, and yeah. somebody found a YouTube video of him. Uh, singing some Journey songs. I mean, sounded spectacular. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they went over to the Philippines, got him, and now he's the lead man for Journey. Yeah. So there you go. Um, But as far as uh, this podcast goes, I think that's all we have.
1: Yeah, that's it, man. Wrapping it up.
2: So uh, with any any last comments, anything? Uh, Elijah, Elijah, what you you got?
0: So what I don't get is still going back from a a few years out to – back to two thousand fifteen at TLC when Seth hit both of them with the chair. Why 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 not keep I'm I'm I still can't get why not keep Dean and Roman together and let um Seth just going on go on his Mario way.
2: And you gotta have all three of them together, ins- I think. Instead of just otherwise it's not the shield.
0: Instead of just letting those two I don't see why they just broke broke up completely, cause they sh- they still could have did the shield the shield bomb, which is them two. Really, the only the only person who they really needed for the shield bomb, sh- shield bomb, bomb, was Roman. Other than that, the shield bomb was just a power. Was just you getting picked up and dropped.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I'm with you, dude. They should never broke up the shield. We've talked about that plenty of times yeah, i think you know they always want to get roman over well if you want to get roman over you got to have him with the shield if having him do his own thing just is not work and have him with yeah. the shield he'll be over and when dean comes back
1: you can't get the shield back together because then it would just feel forced again because
2: i mean if it were if it works with the new day why can't it work with the shield you know right. have them together you never broke up the new day yeah why break up the shield exactly i don't know yeah so that's my thoughts on it
1: uh the only thing i gotta say in closing is CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Make sure when you're checking out, they got a really cool uh, Canadian shirt on there. So I'm thinking about buying that in uh, honor of all the great Canadian wrestlers. But uh, uh, use the average marks at checkout. You'll save 10% on your order, as well as we'll get a little commission back as well. So you'll save money. We'll make a little bit of money. So not only do we have a cool shirt or a cool hat or a cool hoodie or whatever you get on there, um, you'll be supporting the show as well. So we thank Al Snow and his team for sponsoring Uh, The average marks. Check us out, averagemarks.com.
2: All right. Well, uh, walk
0: with Elijah, people.
2: Yes, walk with Elijah. (laughs) That is Elijah's last lasting comments here on this episode of the average marks. I have nothing left. Uh, Looking forward this week to. uh, uh, Monday Night Raw, the Intercontinental title rematch, and then the U.S. title match mm-hmm. with uh, Nakamura and Jeff Hardy on Tuesday night. Also looking forward to uh, NXT this coming week, too. I've yeah. been uh, a little more on NXT. I mean, I am the NXT scorecard champion here. Show so YouTube that belt one more time. One more time. just In case they missed it. Here it is right here, the uh, NXT belt scorecard champ right here. Uh, I will not lose it at least. That boy put
1: the turtle wax on uh, it before my he My goal came.
2: is to have this at least... Uh, Through the end of the year, which I mean, which this title will only be defended, I think, two more times this year. NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn and then NXT TakeOver wherever uh, Survivor Series will be. Yeah. Hey,
0: you don't got to worry about me. I'm not good with NXT, okay? So that's
2: yours. Right now, I am the master of NXT. You come for
0: my belt, then we got a problem.
2: I'm coming (laughs) for your belt, too. I'm trying to walk around with two straps here. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So that's all I got to say. He's trying to
1: come in looking like Austin Aries. Yeah, I'm trying to come the here. The belt and do collector, it. the belt collector, which no, you know.
0: I'm a, what was his name? We saw him at 225. He had all kind of. Oh,
1: uh, Rodney on. Mac.
0: Yeah, Rodney Mac. Shout
2: out to Louisiana. Cruz "Whose
1: belt are you talking about? Whose belt?
2: <laughs> My belt." Oh, Elijah said it's his belt, Cruz. So, uh, right now it's around the shoulder of Cruz. So
0: not for long, buddy. Not, not for, for long. long. So let's Better see. Better kiss you goodbye.
2: Let's see what Cruz has to say here. Some final thoughts as we get ready to wrap it up here on the average marks. Uh just waiting on Cruz's response here on the Discord. Da-da-da-da-da. Come on, that's right. And you can listen I'm live good. and uncut every He's, every Cruz week. Said, I'm good. So oh, yeah.
1: okay. Yeah, you can listen live and uncut every week on our Discord. And what's cool about that, you get the Amp pre show where we do um just bloopers. talk about crazy stuff. We've got some bloopers on there. We also have uh what's what's the word that I'm looking for? Um,
2: what do you mean?
0: Stupid, funny stuff?
2: Uncensored stuff? Or
1: uh, Well, yeah. It's, it's show prep? It's ju- yeah, totally uncensored, but yeah, show prep. Show prep, yeah. yeah. You'll be in with us on show prep and everything like that, so it's pretty, pretty cool. And you can start that off with only a dollar a month. Just
2: one dollar. Helping what support that? the show. 90, 100 cents, that's it. Yeah, and that's... 100 not, pennies. And that's not even a dollar a week. That's a dollar a month. And Cruz said tomfoolery, which... Um, not sure what he's referring to. I guess. Uh, I guess he means you know, he's, he thinks this tomfoolery that Elijah's going to take that belt. from him.
1: So. Or no, no, I think he was talking about it during the pre-show. Oh, tomfoolery.
2: Okay, yes. yeah. As yeah, you see, look, you think better than I do. Yeah, it's a bunch of tomfoolery before the show. Yeah, especially, and, and I
1: tell you what, it is worth its a dollar a month. In gold, when we get the whole crew in here before pay-per-views, absolutely, we it's go crazy. We go
2: off the rails. It's uncensored. It's certainly not for the kiddos, but yeah. you know, we uh, we got to get a little, we got to get a little bit of content for our older, o- yeah, our yeah, older yeah. Uh, subscribers. So we do that with the uncensored version, um, the unedited, unfiltered version. Uh, That we do uh, record as well, that we put on our Patreon.
1: Yep, that's right. If you miss it, it's always on our Patreon account. All right, Patrick, with that being said, man, it's time to get us out of here, bro. Outro. Outro!
0: You've been listening to the Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow the Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com.